Susan Sorensen is the author of Praying Through Cancer, a 90-day devotional for women. The book is written by cancer patients for cancer patients and shares the stories of their tragedies and their triumphs. We'll talk today with Susan Sorensen today here on Babby's House. Stay tuned. Babby's House is coming your way right now. Babby's House, Babby's House, every day is filled with possibility. Welcome, welcome to Babby's house, where everybody is a member of the family, and that certainly includes you. I'm so happy to be joining you today, and you joining me for this wonderful show called Babby's House. I'm happy to have a very special guest, Susan Sorensen, and she is the author of Praying Through Cancer. And if your life is, and your world is like my world, it just seems like everyone's world in some way has been impacted by cancer. And we'll talk today with Susan Sorensen, who's written this beautiful book to encourage those who are fighting this battle and those who take care of them and encourage them. And so we'll talk with her in just a moment. But I want to kick off the show uh, with a song that I believe will be an encouragement to all of us, regardless of what it is you're going through today, regardless of what it is you're facing. God is too wise to be mistaken. God is too good to be unkind, and when you cannot trace his hand, trust his heart.
Welcome back to Babby's House. I'm honored to have as a, as a very special guest, Susan Sorensen. She's the author of Praying Through Cancer, a 90-day devotional for women. And she herself is a cancer survivor, and she co-wrote the book with uh, Lori Geist, who uh, fought cancer for a number of years and went home to be with the Lord in 2012. So I can just imagine that this book is very near and dear and very personal to our guests. Let me welcome Susan Sorensen to Babby's house. Susan, I'm so happy to be talking with you today. Thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you. I am honored to be a part. Loved the song you started with. That was absolutely beautiful and so true. Amen. When you can't trace his hand, you can trust his heart. And uh, any diagnosis sometimes can leave us full of questions and uh, looking for answers and looking for hope. So tell us in your own uh, experience, what was it like in getting, receiving a cancer diagnosis? Well, there is a lot of surprise with that. And um, honestly, I had two different experiences with that. I was first diagnosed with cancer at 19. So that was quite a surprise. Wow. Um, it was thyroid cancer. And then 20 years later, almost, well, 20 years later, I was 41 and diagnosed with breast cancer. So I really kind of 
had very different experiences. One is a young college student, and then again later um, as a mom with really young children. And I have to say that was, I, there was more fear there, as you can imagine, just because you're at a different place. Now you're married, you have children, there's a whole, you know, you want to see your kids grow up. So there's just a, a lot more fear attached to that. Being a young lady and receiving a cancer diagnosis at age 19, were you a Christian at the time? I was. I was. I did love the Lord. And honestly, because of that, I felt carried, just carried through it. Um, I had peace. I had a sense that God had a bigger plan and all that. And I didn't understand it, but he was in control. And would be glorified through it. So it really did make a huge difference um, at the age of 19. Yes, well, as a young Christian and just beginning really to start your life, um, what role did the Word of God play in your life? Were there scripture verses along your journey that served as a source of encouragement to you? There have been a lot, a lot of passages. God's word is so rich, so life-giving. Yes. Um, I spent a lot of time in the Psalms. Um, of course, Proverbs 3, you know, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He will make it straight. Um, but I have to tell you, at age 19, probably one of the passages that was a surprise that God used was in Judges. If you know the story of uh, Gideon, in how God raised him up for a battle, and then he whittled down his army to about 300 men. And I had been reading that when I was diagnosed at 19, and God used that story to really challenge me with the opportunity to trust him by asking, Lord, you know, this is something I didn't want or ask for, and I think this is always true, but you have a plan you are able to do far more than I can do in my strength. And it was an opportunity to really trust him and to say, okay, how are you going to do it? How are you going to win the battle? It's not up to me. It's up to you. And he did in so many ways, just bless me through that process. Yes. God is so faithful. He is such a faithful God. And when we find our cells with our backs against the wall, our lives full of questions, he just takes, as you said, he guides us through these seasons of real challenge. And so your, your co-author, Lori Geist, uh, helped you to write the book. And she's in heaven with the Lord now, but I know she left, obviously she's left a wonderful heritage, um, great stories, a wonderful relationship with you. Tell us about her. How did you all meet? Yeah, so we were friends. Um, we were at the same church in the Detroit area, Detroit, Michigan. Uh, we knew each other, this would have been in the 90s, and my husband and family, we moved to Cleveland, but Laura was diagnosed about a year before me, so I knew she had um, was walking through that journey. Uh, so from Cleveland, when I was diagnosed, she was one of the first people I called, just to, she was a step ahead of me, and I was like, how does, what, what, what have you done? Um, how have you, um, trust, you know, have you walked through this process? And she was such a great help. And so in that process, we, we stayed connected, even though we were in different cities. And then we both began to pray about um, something that would encourage and come alongside with God's word and his truth, other women. And so she had a reason to come down to Cleveland and we got together. And as we were praying about it, it was really something, you know, this is how God works. We, we both had kind of the same idea, same 
same desire, same idea, same vision for the book. And as we talked, it just began to take form and shape. And then we began to work on it together. I love it how God just partners you with someone with the same vision and the same passion and a, and a similar calling to, uh, to work on a project together. So when you all were uh, writing this book together, how did you find contributors to the book? Well, that's a great question. So we did feel led to do more of a devotional instead of just a, like my story and her story. Um, we felt we wanted to not just, well, we wanted to bring women before God's throne of grace. We wanted them to experience God's help and strength and comfort and peace. So the book from the very beginning was looking a little different than a lot of books. Um, we were very much inspired by a book. I don't know if you've read it called Praise, um, 31 Days of Praise. Does that ring a bell at all? Yes, it does. Yeah, and it was really praying prayers right out of scripture, right out of the word. Yes. Um, that were just, you know, it was, a, it was prayers of praise. And I was so impacted by that book, just praying scripture. So our heart from the very beginning was um, something that would be a bit of a devotional and encouragement, but also have a very large prayer heart would actually be praying scripture, praying the word, bringing people before God's throne of grace. And that's how it, the, it forms. So it is 200 word prayer each day and a 200 word uh, devotional. So Laura and I began to write in that format, and I would say I did about eight or ten devotionals, and she did about eight, and we were like, wow, you know, a lot of our core lessons kind of were summarized in those, those, those um, eight or ten devotionals. And the Lord then prompted us to, to say, you know, maybe there's other women that could be a part of this. And we began to pray about that, and, and God just opened up all sorts of doors. Just we began to reach out to women we knew, and then they would talk to somebody they knew, um, and it just kind of trickled out there, and then we received a whole bunch of devotionals. Um, so then it was a process of uh, rewriting and editing and even discerning before the Lord which ones he yes. wanted devotional. So Laura came to my house one day. I remember we laid out like, 200 devotionals. We have nine, uh, 90 in the book. And we just were on our knees praying, praying over them and, and then praying over the order. You know, how, how do we, what's, what's the order these, these are laid out in the book? Um, and it was beautiful the way God did it. It's very much, the first devotional is very much um, that shock at finding out. Yes. And the later devotionals are very much about re-entering life as it's you know, after treatment, you know, what's next? What does life look like? There, there's fears there too, right? Of reoccurrence. Yeah. You know, Let's talk about that because as we stated a moment ago, that it just seems like cancer impacts so many people, whether it's the patient or the spouse or the family or the caregivers or the church that rallies around the person and prays with them. And, and there are so many people within our sphere of influence and in our circle of friends that are fighting this battle. And one of the things that, as you mentioned a moment ago, that uh, we seem to be faced, or that cancer patients seem to be faced with, and that is fear. Was that something that you experienced, or was that a collective emotion that you saw a lot of your contributors were mentioning? Definitely. And there's a lot of things to fear, right? Everything from cancer treatments, death, 
um, family, how it's going to change. I mean, it's a radical change yes. many times um, from life, the busy life that we lead to all of a sudden um, having to slow down, having to, to be at the, you know, be at the doctor's office so much. So there's a, there's a lot of fear involved. And honestly, our tagline for the book was set your heart free from fear. Because we know that if we look um, horizontally, if we're, it's readjusting, it's taking our eyes off the horizontal and looking and putting them vertical, putting them, really putting them on the Lord, fixing our eyes on him, because in that moment, we are free from fear. Um, but there's a lot horizontally to fear with cancer. But in that moment of trust, in that moment of really resting that God has us and he's carrying us and he has a purpose and a plan that far exceeds what we can see, um, we have peace. We, we can get to that place actually of being free from fear um, as we rest in him. Yes, amen. Well, let's talk about some of the joys that you experienced during this project. Let me just say that it's a beautiful project. It's a beautiful book. And, you know, as, as women, at least for me, I'll speak personally, I love walking through the bookstore and just looking at the, the, the artwork and the cover and the colors and the font and the prints. And then I'll, it attracts me and I'll open it up and read some of it right there in the bookstore. And it may not have been something that I intentionally meant to get, but maybe I walk through there and I see that this is for cancer and I have friends that are suffering with cancer and it, it's, a, it's a wonderful gift. So talk to us about some of the joys of writing this project. Yeah, it, there were so many joys. Just um, for me personally, writing the prayers, I did a lot of work on the prayers, um, just getting, being in God's word and, and writing them. Um, honestly, uh, the joy of just spending time with the Lord in cancer is a wonderful thing. It just forces us to slow down and to, to really rest in him. And that's an important thing. Um, but I wanted to mention um, the book came out in 2005, so 2006. So it's been out for quite a while. And what's been exciting is, is that we now are getting a, we just got this facelift, honestly. The book you're holding uh, came out just in August. It is a new look. In fact, I have the old book here, um, which was pink and very, um, very much uh, for women. Uh, so they, after 15 years and 100,000 copies, it's just been used by the Lord and so many lives walking through this journey, um, they gave it this new look, which really is beautiful. We're so excited um, to uh, have more of a gift book uh, because that's how it's used. But honestly, one of my joys in the book journey has been meeting with women, and I intersect with women all the time that have used it, and seeing their little pink book um, totally, they've looked up every passage of scripture. They've highlighted, they've marked it up. They've, and they've journeyed just, with you, right? They've done the yeah, life with journey, you. Yes, and journaled in it. And um, it just brings so much joy to my heart to see their gratitude that God has just drawn them close and they've grown in trust and, and just love of him. And that's really our heart and, and joy. Well, the book is, is hugely encouraging, and I can only imagine that there are probably people who are watching the show right now who are fighting cancer. It's very possible. It's highly probable, as a matter of fact. 
and the fact that the book is such an encouragement. Can you, do you have a word of encouragement for those right now who are fighting cancer or maybe a spouse or family member or a friend? You know, I, I a few thoughts. Um, I would encourage them. I do get the question periodically, you know, should I give it to a friend um, who's maybe not really seeking God? And I say, do, because there's something about cancer, as we all know, and just death, the fact that we're, we're not here forever on this earth, um, that causes people to search in a way that they've never searched before. So it is a real opportunity. Um, the book does move a person towards Christ, you know what I mean, towards what it means to be saved by grace, and we want every person to hear that message. Um, but I will say probably my greatest encouragement is a quote that's in the book, and it's in a devotional I did, um, but it's a quote by a woman named Hannah Whitehall Smith, and she lived in the 1800s. But she wrote, and I, I just have this picture in my head, and I'd love for people to have this picture as well. She said that God's chariots are sent to take the soul to places of triumph, and that they're like um, a, an, a chariot. And she says here, when your trial comes then, put it right into the will of God and climb into that will as a child climbs into his mother's arms. The baby carried in the chariot of its mother's arms rides triumphantly through the hardest places and doesn't even know they are hard. How much more we who are carried in the chariot of the arms of God. And I love that picture because if we can Beautiful literally in, in the process, in that hard spot, step in and just let God hold us um, and rest in him that he is going to carry us and he's going to it's an opportunity to see him navigate for us, to see him go before us, to um, do so much more than we normally see in our lives when we're just busy and active in what we're doing, you know, our, our busy lives. Well, as we um, um, turn the corner to wrap up the show here in just a moment, you know, when, when we have questions and we ask questions of God, he says, call on me and and I'll answer you and I'll show you great and mighty things that you do not know. I call that God's phone number, J-E-R-E-333, Jeremiah 3033. Um, were there lessons? Were there words of encouragement from God? Were, was there an, a nugget of hope, a lesson that he um, shared with you during this journey? Yeah, um, so many. And honestly, every devotional in the book um, is a nugget, is a nugget of truth um, for a person um, for me personally, and I didn't um, get into the, this before with the chariot, but um, the Lord so used that imagery as I even went in for a mastectomy and God had a singing uh, courier. The man who pushed me to surgery um, was singing hymns the entire way. And it was, just wow. a, a, I sat there going, I can't believe this. You know, I'm being reminded of everything I know to be true about my God. And it was such a blessing. Um, in another, I got to surgery and the nurse, and this is a secular hospital, she leaned down to me and she said, um, when you go through surgery for that mastectomy, you'll literally, your arms will be like this. And she said, um, it's a unique opportunity to identify with Jesus. Wow. And I remember in that moment, just the words of Paul, I am crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And, and that it was an opportunity to really um, draw close to the Lord and to see him work in ways that I couldn't have imagined. Amen. Tell us how we can get the book. 
Yeah, so it is available um, through a lot of your book distributors online. Uh, I'm sure at your, your Christian bookstore or they can get it for you. Um, so yeah, it's it's out there and Very good. Um, readily available. And I'm glad I showed the other pink version because I, I honestly think both are probably online. And so you'll just know that one's the older version or they're the same book. Same just book, one, just a now, different design. Right, exactly. Well, thank you, Susan Sorensen, for writing this beautiful book called Praying Through Cancer, a 90-day devotional for women. Thanks for being my very special guest today and uh, all of God's best blessings to you and yours. Thank you, and you too. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And to you, my very dear friend, thank you so very much for watching Babby's House today. And I pray that something has been said or sung or demonstrated or that the Holy Spirit whispered a, a sweet nugget into your heart today. Uh, bottom line, this show is all about encouraging you to walk with the Lord. As Susan said a moment ago, to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge the Lord and he will direct your path. I want to encourage you to visit my official website at Babby. Babby.com, first name only. And there you'll uh, be introduced to beautiful music and encouraging words, wonderful books and great resources. You'll see a Listen Live button there on the website. That's my internet radio station. Click that uh, button and that will launch the radio station where you can hear beautiful music and encouraging words 24 hours a day. Will the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Until the next time, God bless you.